What's up, people? Welcome back to the Village A podcast. This is going to be lap 10 of our season. Um, it's going to be a fun one today. We got a whole bunch of shit to talk about. Uh, I'm starting it off, though. This is not a hockey podcast, but I just did the fucking coolest thing in the world. Nick, I touched the fucking What'd Stanley Cup. I touched the fucking Stanley Cup. With your mouth? With my mouth, with my hand. I wish I, wish I could say with my wiener, but... My God, it was the best. My brother's girlfriend was able to get me a ticket to touch it for my birthday and wowzer. So I just wanted to start off with a ripper of a something cool that happened with me. So that's how I'm starting the Formula One podcast here. And just for our European fans um, that don't know, the Stanley Cup is the trophy awarded at the end of the NHL season. And there's a lot of lore about touching it and who's allowed to touch it and it has a, a real presence to it it's almost like it's a it's considered a one of the, it's considered one of the greatest sports trophies of all time just from it's one of one there's not replicas there's it's the same one since the beginning and great all, all the greats have touched it and held it and you're right though there's a lot of lure with who's allowed to touch it and if you touch it before you win it it's your the the rumor and the legend is you're never going to win it if you touch it before you do so my team yeah. just my team just fucking won i consider myself and all the other fans a part of that fucking team because i spent 28 years with that team so i fucking touched the stanley cup so yeah starting podcast off uh, with a hockey something but now on to some formula one stuff um i just want to do a quick thing real quick follow us on uh, all our what's that Right. We what? just pushed. You go ahead. You go ahead. You are. Uh, no, no. It's all on you. I want to hear what you say. I uh, said, so don't forget to like, subscribe, follow us on Village A Podcast at uh, on a uh, Twitter and uh, Instagram. You know, and I, I, Jesus Christ, Mile High Parlay. Uh, that's our homepage um, for all sports content, not just Formula One. And uh, don't forget to follow uh, Yuki Sonoda on OnlyFans. You know, yeah, you know the deal. Give us some emails too. Email all your questions uh, to thevillagea.pod at gmail.com. Hit us with all your questions. We'll, we'll, we will say them on the pod, say where you're from, and we will debate them. So, any questions today? Um, not yet. We have one still from last week, um, but it's uh, still about the overspending nonsense, and we still don't have any news. So, we're going to hold off on that one again. Um, but do need some more questions, people. So, hit us up with them. But that brings us right into the overspending bullshit, dude. Um, so the FI confirmed that Red Bull overspent uh, in the 5% mark, right? <laughs> what? Just play the clip. Dude, I mean, so well, I'll, let's set, let's set the, uh, the stage for this unbelievable audio clip here. So the FI confirmed they, that Red Bull overspent, right? And Red Bull's first response, right. like, first response and first um kind of comment on it was that oh no no the the overspending was based on food was catering and was meals for the for team members that weren't on track and like stuff all food related right so unbelievably funny they're uh -huh. bl they're blaming the overspending on catering and and shit which is just unbelievably classic but so we got memes going crazy right now and i remember probably the best audio clip ever from the wolf of wall street that sums up probably what rebel and dfi are dealing with right now so i want to play that for you guys and get ready because it is pretty much exactly what's probably happening in f1's uh paddock right now 
$30,000 in one month, Jordy? Huh? The business expenses. Look, yes. Look what you got here. What? Look at this. $26,000 for one dinner. No, no, no. This could be explained. Dad, we had client. We had five, the Pfizer Five clients. Days. Right. The Porterhouse from Argentina. Argentina. The expensive champagne. The wine. We had to buy champagne. And you bought it all the sides. Tell them about the sides. I ordered the sides. So sides? Yeah. Sides? $26,000? Worth the sides? What are these sides? They cure cancer? The sides did cure cancer. That's the problem. They were there. That's why they were expensive. Shut up. I'm serious. I know. Stop. Act like so that's pretty much what's going on at Red Bull right now. They're debating with the FI what is what's considered sides, what's considered catering. So it's just an unbelievable <laughs> clip. Yeah, it was so fitting. $26,000 for sides. And I do. I can just see check. Check was the one that said, "Yeah, size cured cancer." That's what. That's why they were so expensive. That yeah. I can just see Checo's face right there. Gold. That's a great movie, actually. Too. I, dude, fan, dude, fan, I might. I might have to rewatch the whole thing because a lot of a lot of relevant things in that movie with probably what's going on right now. Um. So with the overspending ship, not a whole lot to talk about this week because the FI confirmed that they did, but dude, they didn't fucking say any kind of punishment. Yeah. It seems like uh, they decided to not really give a fuck anymore. Which... Well, it's, it's, it seems like it's just like a fucking race. Like something happens and they're like, yeah, we did notice that. Um, we're going to take some time and then we'll come out with a punishment when it pretty much doesn't matter anymore. Or it affects something in a crazy way that we wish we could have seen mid-race. You know, like it's they... They're taking their sweet time with on-race punishments, off-race punishments. It's fucking weird. So they haven't yet released that there's no punishment? So yeah, they haven't released if there is a punishment or what the punishment will be. I mean, everyone's saying that they're they're going to get punished in some capacity, but the FIA hasn't released what that will be yet. Interesting. Which is freaking dumb, which, which leaves... A crazy room for other teams to interpret this like crazy. Like, dude, Toto Wolf has an unbelievably bold and funny quote. He goes, "Okay, so we're fully prepared to overspend next year to make our W like WS seventeen, whatever the new cars. Well, we're fully prepared to overspend as well if they don't get if it's just a fine if they just get like a bullshit punishment. He's like, yeah, we're prepared to fucking overspend too. Yeah, like in the NBA, like if you go over the salary cap, how it's just like you owe money on top of what you overpaid, which is why you have these fucking super teams. Exactly, dude. And these F1 teams are mostly owned by billionaires or massive, massive companies who probably don't really give a shit about the 1.8 million euro overspending. And especially if they just get a fine slap on the wrist or quote unquote public reprimand, then dude, fucking like Lawrence Stroll, he will literally laugh out loud and be like yeah we're doing this every fucking year right because like they don't they don't give a shit about 1.8 million on a 150 million euro like budget Budget. exactly if they don't so if they don't get a big fine it's like other it's gonna be very prevalent in the next few years i disagree man disagree with all of it you disagree with like what i just like what i just said or with the overspending bullshit how like that whole deal about okay it's just a fine like yeah 
I think we should fucking strip titles and we should fucking relegate these motherfuckers. Like, so I, I do completely agree with that. Like there should be a, a huge punishment. Otherwise it will literally just lead to chaos. Like there'll be no rules. Like the teams will just be like, well, if it's just a fucking fine in a public, oh, Red Bull did something bad. Public recommend is a legit bullshit penalty. How they even put that on the penalty list is insane. Like public well, and then it takes like, away everything that the cost cap is is made for. Like it literally just deletes the cost cap. You know? Yeah, it just because originally it was supposed to give the lower, like the, the smaller teams a fairer shot. Right. But basically, if there's only a financial penalty, then it causes. It just means that. It's These only big... the lower teams that are held to that, and then the the bigger the bigger teams can just afford to break the rules, so it doesn't do anything for the sport. In fact, it just makes it worse by punishing the lower teams for having less money. Exactly, and even if like the lower teams wanted to overspend, <laughs> that their their fines that they would have to pay would probably affect the like the total cost, like the total company in much harder ways than like Red Bull and Mercedes. Like, dude, Haas, they probably couldn't afford the couple million dollars in fines and bullshit that they would get but they would have to they would have to still like accept it to, in order to be a competitive car because all the other teams will start doing it yeah whereas mercedes would be like we flew to the asteroid belt and discovered a new material to build this car out of that honestly sounds like <laughs> something that they would try <laughs> yeah and then, that, it's more, that sounds like more on a red bull scale like what they're what those psychopaths are doing but <laughs> I mean, all the, like any of it like, sounds like a very logical solution to to doing like it's crazy but what you said though is that there should be punishments it should be massive like championship losing punishments right that's yeah, so i i could i completely agree with that opinion i think that there should be huge punishments but you ready for this i mm. flip-flopped again flip oh you back. always you flip-flopping oh. motherfucker yeah i do so flip I, me I, over daddy donaldson i still i still agree that there should be punishments, but I don't think that there will be. So here's what I'm saying. So here's my, my couple of reasons why I think that nothing will actually come of this, even though I think that there should. So one formula one, like as the company right now, they have a massive boner for Max Verstappen and his quote second championship, right? Every single post is about Max winning a second title in selling merch with two-time champ and all their promos for the season are two-time champ Max Verstappen, right? So I'm certain the FIA and Formula One are very close, if not sexually, uh, in, like sexually in bed together, like very close. So there's no way the FIA would be telling them, they'd be telling the Formula One company to cool it on posting Max's second title, Max's second win, like, if they knew that they were stripping his title, there's no way that they would let the Formula One company be going this insane for Max's second championship. I mean, I don't disagree. So I guess like that's one reason why I think that nothing like there should be penalties, but I don't think that there will be. One, it's a it's the first time it's unbelievable that it's gonna be a championship decider, possibly. And I dude, Formula One's just every 30 minutes they post something new max's second title here buy max's new sweatshirt which is hashtag two two time max or whatever it is so i think that they're gonna let it let it slide and be some reprimands and possible like 
aerodynamic time and a fine, but I don't think that they will punish, will take his championship away based on all of their current postings. That I might mean, be, yeah, that I, might be a I don't foil, disagree. That might be a tinfoil hat thing. I mean, the FIA and the and Formula One are independent, even though, you know, right. the Formula One is the FIA's top series. Exa- yeah, exactly. The um, FIA controls all of motorsports, pretty much. But, I, I, I mean, I'm certain the F1, F1, the company, and or whoever runs Formula One is in bed with the FIA. I also, disagree. Yeah, so, I mean, that's just one, one reason. Um, also... All the teams agreed to a five percent overspending for the quote minor breach. Like all, like when they signed these agreements, they all agreed. Like yeah, five percent is not really that huge of an issue. So like, I think that they're gonna since they all decided five percent's a minor breach. That it's they're gonna FI is just gonna be like, ah, you guys kind of all agreed that this is not a big deal, implying that you guys knew that some people are gonna overspend in the first few years. Yeah, I don't know. I'm to be honest, as far as all the overspending goes, I'm sick of talking about it. Like it's like we've been talking about it for three weeks. I know. It's, yeah, and, you're, you're honestly right. It's fucking. It's dumb that the FIA hasn't brought anything to table. Like that they haven't actually done anything with it. I mean, when they announce it at the end of the season at this point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It very. They might come out on like Monday and be like, "Yeah, we're gonna wait till the se- the next three races are over." Which I mean. I'd honestly, still I'd be everything to fight for in the constructors. Yeah, exa- um, exactly. That's what that's why people want the punishments out now because they're supposed to affect the last year and this year. So they want the points deducted for this season, so they we know what's going on in the constructors' cup, and like so we actually know what we're racing for instead of just like hoping and thinking what's going to happen. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I'm also I'm I'm also just, pretty sick sick and talking about it because it's more just it's more just what we think is going to happen. Even though I flip flopped again, which is comical. Yeah, this is your like fourth time we're on. Yeah, I think I, 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 I remember. Yeah, I think I started with he should he's going to get punished, and then I went to he won't. Last week I said he he should and he will, and this week I said he should he should still, but he won't. And the only other thing I think that brings that we should end this with is. What the last thing, my last point on why I think he's not going to get punished. There's been there's been rumors that the FI plans to rewrite the rules for a minor sprinting breach next year, and there's no way they're going to punish Max in a way that won't reflect the new rules that they're writing. So if he gets punished by losing a championship, and then they rewrite the rules, so he, the next time it the next person doesn't lose a championship, that'll just be absolutely that'll be hell like there'll be lawsuits it'll just, it'll just go nuts so i think they won't i think right now that they're currently rewriting the rules for next season and they're going to punish masks based off of those that makes sense but it also i don't know if you heard me yawn six times i'm so sick of talking about cost cap penalties and i just want to go racing again you're goddamn right. Well, I have some really funny stuff to tell you then if to get yeah. off this fucking bullshit. <laughs> yeah. All right. You ready for probably my favorite Formula One fact of all time? Go ahead. Valtteri Botas. Do you want to know what his favorite pet is? What? 
Audrey Botas, his favorite pet is a pet reindeer named Rosa. Does he have one? He's got a pet fucking reindeer, Nick. I mean, if anyone had a pet reindeer in Formula One, it would probably be you, I guess. It would absolutely be that. It'd be a Valtteri <laughs> or Kimmy. I mean, look, he's got a pet reindeer, Nick. I have a pet golden retriever. He's got a pet reindeer. <laughs> Dude, no wonder Mercedes is under the cost cap. They're flying his fucking reindeer around instead of taking the jet. Dude. <laughs> I mean, the Dude, that is the funniest fucking thing in the world. That is a fact that reindeers fly, by the way. I, I guarantee it. Can confirm as an aviator. You seen him up there? Oh, yeah. Dude, that is one thing I wanted to, like, have you seen any crazy shit in the sky yet? Dude, I think every pilot gets asked that question. Unexpl- unexplainable that, stuff. With everything that is has been going on with like all that those like tapes and stuff being released with these navy pilots you know intercepting these things over yeah. their, over uh Dude, navy pilots say they they see them every single flight that they see a, a ufo <clears throat> in, in, like in the san diego area yeah i, I haven't damn it <laughs> i only thing i was told in my through you know throughout my training is there's a phone number somewhere that i'm supposed to call if i see one yeah they'll fucking find you and murder you yeah, I don't know. They won't, they won't let that info out. Well, the other thing too is like I'll report. I'd have to report it to like center, be like, because they're supposed to be keeping like radar separation. Like, hey, my guy, I got some. I... Yeah, you call the tower and be like, uh, what the fuck is that thing? And I'm like, like I can see something. Where, why have you not told me about that? And they'll be like, uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, I haven't seen one, but damn, that's know. a shame. I, I, I was really hoping we could just go off some on some alien tangent right there, but. You know, we'll get back. We'll get back to Formula One. Point in my career, as I, you know, I'm 27 now, and I plan on doing this until I retire. I'm sure I'll see something. Fucking hope so, bro. You better record it. We got nice cameras nowadays. We don't have potatoes that we're recording with. <laughs> in the 90s, Dude, even the Navy still uses fucking potatoes. Every one of their videos from 2022 is like, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, because that that's clear is... footage. That's yeah. footage from the gun system. I yeah, that's that's true. But come on, let's fucking upgrade those things. We got GoPros the size of fucking like watches now what are we doing <laughs> um but here's another fun thing with uh the race this weekend actually you know who's playing the after sh- after party show at in austin yuki sonoda oh, i fucking wish you might actually want to go to austin to i to, am going to austin. to catch the after show for this it is <laughs> nba legend shaquille o'neal this is fucking, really after show. Fucking spinning the discs as DJ Diesel or as uh, what's his name? Fucking Shaq Diesel, <laughs> dude. He's he's actually an unbelievable DJ. And he, I've actually seen some of his stuff on like, uh, dude. He opens like up Instagram for and shit. Dude, he opens oh, up man, for like excision. Dude, he opens up for like excision and shit. Like at these huge, huge um like festivals and shit. He's actually an unbelievable like EDM DJ. DJ Diesel, baby. So he's going to go right above the podium on a massive stage, fucking spinning shit and making making funny noises. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> definitely going to definitely gonna have to watch the uh, the post-race show to see what's going on with that. I probably will, like, since I wasn't able to get a ticket because it was way too late, and I didn't even know I was moving down to Austin until, like, a week before I moved down to Austin. Yeah. Um, <laughs> actually, no, I didn't know I was moving down to Austin about 24 hours before I moved down to Austin. So, um, 
I probably will go to town for the uh, and but I mean I'm in San Marcos, so like it's a 30 minute drive into downtown Austin for the after parties and shit. Yeah, I might as well fucking walk around like during after like FP one and two, like just during race weekend. I would fucking be all over that place. It's probably I mean, like from with from with Coda is kind of like outside of like the part of the city where the cool bars and stuff are. It's like over there by the other side of the airport. Okay. There's not really like much else over there besides like office parks and stuff. Dude, I bet they'll have a whole bunch of like random stuff like set up though. Like when I every time I've gone to the Final Four, the mm-hmm. the town is just it's next low. Like there's random like pop up bars and shit on the street, like selling beer and it's just a different it's a, the most fun atmosphere ever. And I'm sure Formula One with their billions of dollars just goes nuts like dude they put fake water in miami <laughs> like, what the hell are they gonna do in austin i'm gonna put like fake fake cows out there bro it's gonna be nuts they're gonna have like fake fucking tumbleweeds going across the track <laughs> bro that'd be unbelievable how like, how do you even fake uh, dude that's great yeah that's what's gonna happen <laughs> um dude speaking of austin though it's uh we got some new drivers in austin this week yes we do Dude, in, like, practice and shit. Yeah, so just for, you know, everyone. So to get your Formula One super license, it's kind of like the same thing that I had to do with my flight training to get, you know, licensed in different aircraft. So to get your super license, which means you can drive the top category cars, you have to have hours long in practice in that car. Okay. So the reason some of these new guys get starts later in the season is because they're trying to get them – uh, set up to apply for their super license. And Sean left. No, I'm right here. I'm sorry, I was just getting my charger. My laptop's about to die. So, sorry, people. I didn't want to lose this this recording. We had to this is on the on the fly charge. But I did yo, hear what you I, I did yo, hear everything yo, you said yo, about yo, the super yo. license. So you said I need to get my charger. And I was like, fuck, I should check what my phone's at. I was at 1%, dog. Jesus. You plugged that in? Yeah, I got it plugged in. Whew. Man, we almost had to restart this thing. That would have been brutal. <laughs> that was both on the fly plug in. Wow. We're we're a little <laughs> rough today, but um, dude, let's talk about these new drivers. <laughs> did you hear my did you hear when I finished up my point about the super license? Yeah, you like how it's pretty pretty similar to flying, like getting your licenses for uh, for flying there's different levels of cars and stuff <clears throat> right so like if you want to you know drive the top top level of cars that's what you need a super license for you have to have logged time and training in that car yep in a, a car of that level so that's why you sometimes see these you know f2 drivers getting drives in formula one cars during free practice because that's what they're doing is they're thinking oh maybe we want to have this driver come up in a couple years let's get the process started to get him a super license right it was the same thing with with pretty much with a lot of high level racing and stuff even with like nhra to in, even to like if you build your own car to go like an eight second quarter mile you have to get your nhra license to be able to run that fast like you have to start by running a 60 foot time and then a 300 foot time and so you can build up and learning the learn the car in order for the the like the FIA or NHRI to approve you to be able to drive that vehicle, which is pretty cool. It's, which it should be like you can't just fucking hop in an F1 car and think you're gonna fucking rock that thing. 
that because you'll die. Yeah. Even though like Richard Hammond was able to somehow pull that off. Oh, but he barely pulled it off, man. He, he couldn't drive that thing. They, it also started him in like an F3 and then an F2. And then they were like, all right, we only got like half hour left. Like, we're just going to, we're just going to toss you in the, the F1 car real quick. And yeah, so he like couldn't even press the breakdown all the way. Like, oh yeah, dude, it, the data was amazing. It was so funny. The G-forces almost broke his neck. Like, dude, yeah, that's what, that's a proof. A normal person can't drive an F, F1 car. Oh no, like, it would, it would, you would rupture discs. Like, that's why you see those guys doing all the training, like with their, the neck machine. Dude, that's probably one of the craziest like workouts I've ever seen. Dude, neck, their neck thickness is next level. I saw that. Well, I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something right now. My, my, be- my best friend, Sean, also another Sean, he pretty much exclusively picks his fantasy football players off the thickness of their neck because that proves athleticism in his mind. He's like, yeah, if they got a thick neck, that guy's a, that guy's a beast. And it's the funniest fucking thing ever. So like, like Maurice Jones drew football player. He's got a, the, it goes from like ear to shoulder thickest neck. It's the funniest thing in the world. And all these F1 drivers that they're, they got the strongest necks in the world. They don't compare all to these football, these football pussies. I don't know, man. Some of those boys are athletic. It's a different type of athleticism. Yeah, I'm just their neck. Their neck strength is off the charts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't imagine what that's like. It's different than the G's you pull in aviation. It's a oh. different kind. Oh, dude, 100. Like me in car, it's pretty. It's a little bit similar, but the side to side G's are fucking wild. Yeah, because in aviation, it's all like compression G's. Right and decompression, like because you when you roll and then you pull, whereas in a car you're just throwing yourself side to side. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, so, yeah. To, in order to get these licenses, these boys got to drive, and we got a lot of a lot of new drivers this weekend, right? What do we got? So for Ferrari, we got these are all in FP1, by the way. Ferrari's going to drive uh, Robert. Schwartzman. Guy sounds like a banker. <laughs> right off the step. Rip. We're not a we're not a Schwartzman <laughs> fan over here at Village. <laughs> <We're not. laughs> what uh, can Robert Schwartzman do for you? I call about our financial solutions today. <laughs> Definitely sounds like you would you'd write my mortgage for me. <laughs> so he's driving for Ferrari in FP1. I think he's an F2 driver right now. Not 100 percent on that. I guarantee you that dude has like five Rolexes. Twelve, dude. By at, at <laughs> least Schwartzman. Yeah, you're. He probably woke up, or he probably was born with a Rolex on his wrist. And he's probably about to be divorced. We don't know. On, we don't know the facts on that just yet. <laughs> um, okay. McLaren. McLaren is racing. They're driving the Alex Palu. Alex Palu. And then in Abu Dhabi, they're actually going to uh, rip Pato Award too. So they got oh, two. Dude, Pato. Yeah, Pato's really good. That's he's he's sick. a savage. So he's racing Abu Dhabi FP1. Pato Award, the world's favorite Irish Mexican. Dude, he, if he makes it F1, he will be my new favorite <laughs> driver. Confirmed. <laughs> he did pretty good in Indy this year. Yeah, he's dude. He's a really good Indy car driver. That's awesome. I, I'm so glad Pato's got a. Dude, shout out to shout out to IndyCar getting some good. We got some. We got a ton of IndyCar fans over here, um, including our boy Will Power. Hopefully, he's listening. Um, hit your boy Pato up and 
uh, see if we can get him on a FP1. Uh, see if we can get him before FP1 or something. That'd be sick. Uh, yeah, that would be dope. Will, um, when, with, when are you going to go drive, Will? Dude, hopefully soon. He's two-time winner. I mean, he could probably rip an F1 car right now. Yeah. Will, all right. Will, to McLaren. That, that one's on you, Will. Make it happen. Make it happen, big guy. Make it happen, big guy. You've got our vote. Um, Williams, uh, my guy, Logan Sargent. He's racing for Williams this weekend, which I, it doesn't prove that he's going to be their driver next year, but that was my, my hot take call that he's going to drive next year. So dope to see him on the, in the F1 car this weekend. And is that it? Uh, and then we got Alfa Romeo is Theo porch chair. Porch chair? Por- I, I, Portier? I, no, Theo <laughs> por- Porsche. Porsche. Or share. Spell it. Spell it, American. P O U R C H A I R E. Porsche. 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 Probably Porsche. Theo Porch Chair in Alfa Romeo. And he's already confirmed as the 2023 reserve driver for, for Alfa. So he's going to get some time in that car for sure. Wow. That's awesome to see some new talent. I'm curious to see. I mean, you never get a good look because it's a lot of times these times guys first time driving these cars and they're just wheeling them around trying not to die. Yeah, but, try not. Yeah, they'll try not to crash. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, don't fucking crash it because we need it for this weekend, big guy. Um, so yeah, those are all the. We got some new drivers. So that's pretty. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm interested to see on how some of that stuff rolls out. Sorry. What? You're looking at the ceiling? You got something on your ceiling? No, someone is walking around upstairs. And it's like the first time I've heard. But that sounds like kind of spooked me for a second. Yeah, just sir, for the people uh, that don't know, he, our boy just moved into a brand new apartment and he's got no, he's got nothing, nothing set up. He's got his bed and that's pretty much it. So it's nothing on the walls just yet. So pray for our guy over here tonight. He's just living in his haunted house, I guess. <laughs> well it's you know it's not it's not well if you're hey if you're ever in san marcos hit me up if you want to grab a beer or something uh, hell yeah dude i mean i'm gonna i'm definitely gonna travel there this this winter once it starts fucking snowing in colorado i'm gonna get pissed off and want to go to texas yeah i mean we can enjoy the slightly colder weather that we have here it's, <laughs> it's like, you and i will still be in shorts and everyone We'll be like, oh my god, aren't you cold? Dude, well, there's always that one fucking lunatic in high school that would walk around <laughs> in shorts and a short sleeve shirt every day in, in like three feet of snow. That was me. Was yeah, I fucking knew it. Oh, you remember at, at when we worked at Subaru, I was always like in in uh oh we didn't No, you were you were always in like fucking short sleeves. Yeah. You're yeah, you're a lunatic. <clears throat> um, but now I mean I don't know, it's Texas cold's also different. Every Texan. Well, it's just, you, that's because you fools don't know how to fucking deal with it. No, 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 no. Because it's a wet cold here. It's a humid cold. I'll give you a wet cold. <laughs> I'm sure you will. I'll give you a wet, warm, big guy. Oh, what else we got going on? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm trying to think. We didn't have a whole lot of like news this weekend for fucking formula stuff. It was pretty like everyone was expecting some fucking crazy stuff we expected a safety car pod like god damn it formula one i have a question for the fans Ooh, 
what is your favorite way to season a cast iron skillet? Oh, you got a cast iron skillet right now. He's got one. Yeah, it's in the it's in the it's in the oven right now. Got some olive oil on it. Yes, sir. Didn't doing it right. You got you spread it across the whole inside and like. Mm-hmm. Dude, I didn't know how much to use, so I just figured a lot would be good. I mean, I think that's <laughs> how, like more everything is better, right? More bigger, yeah, faster. yeah. Like you want it really seasoned, right? You don't just want like a mid-season pan. Oh yeah, yeah. You want that? You don't want that thing bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's how I would, I would talk. I would have done it. So yeah, fans, hit us up. Let us know. Uh, let us know what. Ooh, I might have just got a a message from actually even to like to our international fans. Like maybe you guys have different ways of doing it. Maybe you guys don't do it. Oh, that would be. I, th- that's... I think the French for sure do it. Dude, if you don't season a cast iron skillet, that's that's you're barbaric. a monster. That's barbaric. Those are people who that that think like mayonnaise is spicy. All right, before we offend anyone, we should probably get back to Formula One. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what kind of pod is this? Uh, this is not a hockey pod, not a football pod, but probably a Formula One pod. Okay, I thought not it was a like space, a- not a space pod. Even though, <laughs> I think but, this was just like Nick and Sean's ADHD hour. Yeah, this this one might be a little off the rails every <laughs> once in a while. We've we've done a lot of. I mean, we don't want to talk about the fucking FIA anymore. Sons of bitches. So we're you don't we're really just, have a lot of. The- we're going off the rip here. I, I canceled half of my notes because it's dumb to talk about that anymore, which you're <laughs> totally right with. So we're just ripping off the off the kick right now. Um, oh, I mean, if you've car, got more to car. say about it, we here's can a car. It. Here's some more car content. Okay. I'm buying a Corvette this month. Oh, yeah? Yes, sir. Do you have one picked out or do you just know you're buying one? Uh, I know I'm buying. I know I'm buying a C6. Oh, I fucking love Dude, you should drive it down to Texas, dog. Yeah, maybe I might, I might. I'm looking for all around the country in Texas. They sell a lot of. There's a lot of vets over in Texas. So Dude, that'd be, be sick, one. bro. Didn't you say? Didn't you say there is a one of the Corvette spots is in San Antonio? Yeah, one of the dealers I've been looking at, Fast Lane. Um, they have a. They're pretty much exclusively Corvettes, and they are in San Antonio. And dude, I'm you know I'm 45 minutes from San Antonio. Oh, dude, I'm looking at a lot. I mean, people in in Texas they love their vets, and that's a. <laughs> A big state so you need me to you need me to go down there and kick some tires and test drive a couple of them for you. You you know the deal, buddy. I got you. Got my back. Yeah, we can drive it. I'll fucking you can send me the money. I'll drive it back up to San Marcos, and you can pick it up here and stay the night at my house, and we can fucking play with my cast iron skillet. You too. I mean, that sounds like a fucking party. (laughs) Drink some tequila. Um, dude, you want to get hyped for Austin for, for the Grand Prix next week, actually? That's what we're supposed to do now, I think, at this point. I'm super hyped. It, I'm actually, it's, it's, it's bittersweet for me, and here's why. Okay. Is because now that I live in the Austin Metroplex, uh, not really, I'm out of the Austin Metroplex, kind of in my own Metroplex, but I'm adjacent to the Austin Metroplex. It sucks that it was too late for me to get a ticket, and since this pod really hasn't taken off it wasn't like you know we could go drop three or four g's not, on a week not yet pass. not yet it so it's like I, I won't really be be will be as involved as i'd like to be and i feel like i let you guys as fans down a little bit on that aspect but i mean did i'm you sure get, you did you get a flyover i didn't get a flyover oh you still there have was, to get, you still gotta do that that one that one's i think that is something that you could confirm you could get done yeah, I can get that done. Here's the thing. And if you're listening, buddy, I'm sorry, but my chief pilot 
it was like my first three or four fl- like flights with this company uh-huh. and like uh-huh. even though we're boys from way back he was just like being super serious and wouldn't let me just do whatever the fuck i want like i usually do so probably, just, it's probably <laughs> like for the first first little bit to make sure you're you know what you're fucking doing up there yeah no like it was real like procedural going through all these flows and you know emergency procedures and stuff which is good it's a good thing that we go through those oh yeah but it wasn't like, hey, man, let's go rip rip down to San Antonio. Let's go rip up to Austin. But I've been working on it. I've been working on them. I think I think that's going to happen within the next couple of flights that we do together. I mean, dude, you want, if he's your boy, you'll definitely you'll definitely start relaxing and stuff. But isn't it like his company that he's working with? No, but he's like, so he's not he's not technically a chief yet. It's like his uh, he's basically the acting chief, and like it's his first time in like a chief pilot role. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so he's gonna, yeah. He's got to be like super serious in the airplane. Yeah, for which, sure. All right, man. I I, I get it. I yeah. get it. But so you'll you'll eventually <laughs> get over Coda, but maybe not this weekend. But we'll get you over there. Yeah, we'll we'll get you guys some good uh, aerials. I, it definitely won't be able to happen this weekend with all the Formula One stuff going on because there's going to be a uh, flight restriction around there, and yeah, only the jets going into Austin are going to be able to go anywhere near it. Yeah, like the one helicopter. <laughs> It'll be the one helicopter, and that's one of the reasons. Yeah, because the helicopter just flies around like a psychopath. Well, there's usually multiple helicopters. But yeah, they, like they don't have like flight plan; they just like fly in circles. Oh yeah, they're they're just VFR, just yeah, low, they're just yeah, ripping around. That's psychotic. Yeah, like remember when uh, remember when Carlos kept getting fucking tossed off the line because the helicopter was like hovering over the apex. <laughs> Bro, that was actually insane. They were so they were like fifty feet off the fucking ground, and the fucking blade like the rotors were pushing wind so far that they're pushing formula one cars offline which is i mean is actually you kind of think about it like like formula one cars especially those cars because those are the uh 2021 cars yeah no ground effects so, uh, well no, no there were none the non-ground effects they're the ones that were just so aerodynamically reliant yeah i mean you can think of that that's a huge disturbance right in a hundred percent like a, a hovering helicopter is definitely that's pushes in some fucking wind I mean, think about like, like, cause also what is very aerodynamically uh, dependent is airplanes. And you know what it's like to be flying in an airliner and hit a little pocket of air. You all felt those bumps and, you know, yeah, imagine that. Like, die. Yeah. <laughs> now imagine doing it at 100 and, or 220 miles an hour and pulling four G's going around a corner. Yeah. It's fucking crazy shit. Dude, I love Coda though. Coda is so much fucking fun. Yeah. It's really a lot of some of the corners are based on Silverstone. Which I think is what we like. <laughs> Dude, there's, I think there's 20, 20 corners. That sounds right. Three DRS zones. Uh, yeah, dude, there are yeah three DRS zones this weekend, people. So that's gonna be fucking sick. I mean, I don't think everybody's favorite pass is a DRS pass, but a pass is a pass. Dude, I think it just it adds the element of like of the defense more than the pass for me. Yeah, that is true, and it definitely keeps everyone on their toes. Yeah. So are we gonna get into our bets section? Um, I can pull up some uh, some odds real quick if we want. We haven't done we haven't done some uh, some betting odds in a little bit actually. We really haven't because it was too early on after Singapore last last race, so we really couldn't get into it. And and I think the odds were just so high for Max it was just it was dumb to even for everyone to, anyone to even do anything. 
So yeah, it's like bet max probably a lot to win a little bit, and you're probably win a little bit, but it won't be that exciting. Yep, you're not gonna put your kids to college on that one. So we already got. I'm looking right now. We already got drivers' championship for 2023 out. Uh, Max is the favorite. He's at minus 135 for championship next year, and then Lewis in second at plus 300. Who's minus? Uh, Max is at minus 135. Who's plus? Plus 300? Lewis Hamilton. That, who's in third? Uh, Charles. Where's George Russell? Fourth at plus 1,400. That's the bet. Really? Fuck you, dude. <laughs> Fuck you and George Russell. Why? 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 Because we've already seen that he can be as fast as Lewis in that car. And maybe Lewis is slowing down a little bit next year. Maybe Mercedes figures their life out, and that is the fastest car on the grid yet again. Can yeah, you imagine that. taking George Russell at plus 14? So, 1000 bucks. you just won what? Uh, if, well, if you if at for Russell George Russell, if you yeah. put a hundred bucks down, you win fourteen hundred dollars. So yeah, thousand bucks to win fourteen thousand. Let's go, buddy boy. That would be an insane, insane pull. I mean, just this value. I mean, because like Max isn't really worth anything. So we put a thousand bucks on Max. How much we win doing that? Quick math, boy. Yeah, you would. It, it wouldn't be worth it. You'd win. Uh, you bet a hundred dollars to win. Want to win. What is that? You, know, you have to bet one hundred and thirty-five dollars to win a hundred. So you'd win like eight fifty. Yeah. Yeah, about yeah, somewhere around like seven seven hundred ish. Not a good bet. No one's betting max. Yeah. So, but for don't you have buddies that only bet overs, like only bet like that? I got a couple. Like, I mean, I I like good value too. I'm not. I mean, but I know a couple people that only bet on like the favorite favorites because you can always make the money, but you make. You have to put so much coin down that it's it's makes it out of the range for for my betting. Yeah. Um, but and for this weekend, Formula One it's so tough to do because there's so many factors. I know I should have. Well, at the beginning of the season, I always just started and bet max a lot. I mean, it would have definitely made made money. But I think next year I'm going to lose a lot more money. It's going to be way more competitive next year. Um, but for bro, for, for this weekend, Max's favorite again, he's the defending champ at Coda, so he's the favorite. But Charles is really good value at plus 400. And honestly, I think Lewis and George Russell I might bet on this weekend because Mercedes said they're bringing almost an entirely new car to Coda with air. No, it's gonna be a shit show. You think so? Whenever you bring a new car to a late season race they're just trying to get it dialed in they're behind the car all fucking weekend right. they're gonna finish in the points but they're not gonna turn any heads it's Dude, the next know, race that they're gonna lock it in yes I, I, the only reason i'm thinking this is because the last race that they it wasn't a new car but they came out with a ton of upgrades for the last for the last race and i think that's gonna transition i think they figure some shit out yeah but this is them just since the championship's already lost this is their trial and error phase and with Mercedes right now, unfortunately, I expect more error. Okay. They're going to figure it out. They're going to come back next year with, I think, the fastest car on the grid. Yeah. Am I probably wrong? Yeah. <laughs> but. <laughs> Love that. I've always been wrong. I'm, I don't think I've been right yet on this pod. 
Oh, we've been right about a couple of things, but not with like, race, not with race winners or race podiums. I think I've been saying, oh, this every race, I'm like, Mercedes is going to figure it out. Mercedes is going to figure it out. And on Sunday, I'm always like, oh. Yeah, we're definitely we're definitely over on that bet every single time. Yeah. But, dude, that's for the race tomorrow. Max is a favorite. And then Charles and Checo are one and or two and three, uh, both really good value at 400 and 800. So might throw one of the, on those guys, maybe Sergio Perez, uh, depending on qualifying. I'm gonna wait till after qualifying this time. Um, to see who's actually fast, um, but got some good value across the board that isn't max. Um, what's a Daniel at? Uh, 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 wow, he's not even on the front page. Uh, plus 75,000. <laughs> wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah, that's tough. That's value, baby. Yeah, you want to talk about value, man? Bet a hundred to win seventy five thousand dollars on Daniel Ricardo. I think you should do that. Yeah, I mean, I <laughs> I could just put a dollar on it to win seven hundred and fifty. I wonder what the math would be like. Put a dollar on everyone, and if anyone but Max wins, I think it would pay itself off. <laughs> We should, you should try that. Oh boy, I got some math to do. Oh, you're giving me homework. Oh boy. <laughs> Bet a dollar on every driver, except Max. And if he, if, if anyone else wins, I, dude, I bet I would pay it off. That's twenty bucks. That's twenty dollars. Yeah, it's, well, nineteen dollars, and and if even if like Sergio at plus four hundred wins, a dollar pays five dollars. So if anyone in the from from Lewis back. If, if Lewis or anyone behind him wins, I would pay it off. That's pretty funny. <laughs> we should do that. This is the Village A podcast experiment week. Yeah, we we want to get. We actually want to win this week. We haven't won once t- one time, so we're trying some bold strategies now, people. <laughs> we're gonna bet a dollar on every driver, but Max and Max is gonna win. <laughs> you know that's gonna fucking happen. But. Yeah. Dude, I'd be pretty much, group. I, I got fucking I got fucking nothing else. I Here's should be the control group and I should bet $19 on Max. Oh. Like and hedge- you bet $91 on everybody else in the Dude, field. That's he- that's hedging our happiness right there. Cuz then technically one of us has to win this weekend. Yeah, we 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 wouldn't lose. All right, I'm gonna, I'm going to definitely do some math tonight. That's going to be <laughs> I might have just figured out Formula 1 betting, Nick. <laughs> Strap yeah. in, strap in, Village. It's gonna get serious next year. Screw, screw pacing cars and you know making bets and watching practice and shit. We could have just been making money just by doing math. Dude, we're fucking late. Late season upgrades, baby. That's what we're talking about. You know what? On all of you listeners on the Village, hey, we're giving you this for free. So take notes. <laughs> As if a single thing that we've told you to do this season is good advice. That's yeah, per- perfect. Perfect. That is that's an un- we should we should end it right there, people. That's that's how we're gonna end this podcast. I think happen uh, for for Coda next week. It's gonna be amazing. But dude, we've been ripping for like an hour and twenty minutes already. Has it really been that long? Yeah, dude. Probably go take my pot out of the oven. I mean, my cast iron skillet. Dude, has it been in the oven the whole time? Yeah. Yeah, I think you're. It's probably you should see if there's still oil on it. I don't want to touch it right now. No, it's gonna be fucking hot. 
Oh, dude, it's been in the oven for an hour now. What? Yes. Of course, I must be hot. You're, like, you're a Looney Tune. What? How long do you think I have to let it like sit in there before I can touch it? Do you not have a fucking oven mitt? Dog, I like have a bed in the cast iron skillet and a coffee maker and some tequila. Oh, buddy. <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna get an update on Nick's uh, living situation next podcast. Hopefully, it's something. <laughs> uh, but wow. Okay. Cool. <laughs> But I do. I think we fucking. I think we're fucking gonna wrap this mother this mother up real quick. Um, I'm excited for another race. Um, maybe a statement from the FIA. Uh, fucking something. Uh, but I'm ready for for a race. Some it'll give us something else to talk about. Hopefully, we see you guys next on the formation lap. Yeah, if buddy. We a- we're gonna have a we're gonna have a good one. I think. So we will. Uh, we'll get this posted and. You're going you're gonna to be listening to this on uh, Sunday or Monday, I believe. So we only got a couple days left till FP1. So get ready, people. And we will see you next time on the Village A podcast. See you. See you.